It is no secret that the travel industry has undergone some major changes in the past few years. And even though it is back and booming, so much of why and how we travel has changed. Welcome to Travel Redefined. I'm Sarah Dandeshi and I'm your host, and I'm excited to talk to thought leaders in the hospitality and travel space for insight on the future of travel. All right, welcome back to another episode of Travel Redefined. We're gonna have a really great conversation today and I'm really excited that you all are here. Uh, Today's guest is Benjamin Gray, who is the area general manager of not just one property, but three properties, the Belmore Inn and Spa in Rehoboth Beach, the Hotel Bethany Beach, and Bethany Beach Ocean Suites in Bethany Beach, all in the Delaware area. But I'm going to have him definitely dive in and share a bit more uh, about what he does. But another thing that's really uh, wonderful about today's guest, and I know he's going to share some wonderful insights, is more than just being an area general manager of so many properties, he's also highly Uh, active within the hospitality community. He's chairman of the Delaware Hotel and Lodging Association. Um, He's part of the Governor's Hotel Task Force, chairman of the Sussex Sussex County Hotel Committee. Oh my gosh, he has a longer resume than than me. (laughs) Um, Anyway, he's got lots of of great things. Executive Director, Treasurer of Rehoboth, Dewey Chamber of Commerce, and the past chair and executive committee for the Southern Delaware Tourism. Uh, I wanted to share all of this because This gives you such an idea of today's guest, and I'm so, so excited. The final thing that I have to say, I think which is probably the coolest, he was was the past year's recipient of the General Manager of the Year Award from the American Hotel and Lodging Association. So with that, wow, congratulations. And without further ado, Benjamin, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely, Sarah. It's my pleasure. Thank you for that. The, the litany of accolades. I appreciate that. As, as you can tell, I'm heavily involved in the community and in hospitality, and it's a pleasure to be here today. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. Well, what I love is that, again, it's what you have and in, in your background is it's so much more than what you do on the day to day, you know, on properties but it's what you're doing also within the community. And that's very much, it reflects your forward thinking. So that's why I know that today's conversation is going to be amazing. (laughs) I can't wait. I'm excited. All right, great. So, well, why don't we just dive right in? Um, As an area general manager, obviously you are at the helm of not only one, but a few really exciting properties. And you are certainly overseeing a lot of new changes because we are in this time of change when it comes to travel. Um, But to kick things off, I would love to hear a little bit more of your background. How did you get into hospitality? So it depends on how much time you have. I'll, I'll give you the short version of it all, as we all have a story as it relates to hospitality. My story was centered around 11 years ago when I was graduating college and uh, determined that it was either for my for my experience and, and for what I was going to do with my life, I was either going to be a minister like my dad, uh, or I was going to be an attorney, which is a lifelong goal of mine. And so when I graduated from college in North Carolina, I actually attended law school in Jacksonville, Florida. And around uh, the midway point of that law school experience, I realized that that was not for me. And I felt a higher calling into, believe it or not, hospitality. And so when I left law school, I applied for a part-time night audit position at a Hampton Inn in Jacksonville, Florida. And when I took that job, I was hired for a full-time position, also doing audit, which I think is, we know, is probably one of the hardest jobs that you can have in hospitality besides a housekeeping position. 
I loved every minute of it. Within six months, I had requested an interview with the vice president of our company. He flew into Florida to interview me. And two months after that, he said that they just acquired a new hotel in Indiana and that I was going to be the general manager of that hotel. And my plane left in three days. So I went from essentially law school to front desk associate to general manager all within a span of eight months. And uh, I flew over to Indiana. It was during the Super Bowl. That was played in Indianapolis. Long story short, the general manager of that property overbooked the hotel and double sold rooms to both the NFL and to our guests, also at a rate of $69 a night. So for your hotel listeners on the call, uh, I'm sure that they're probably dropping out of their seats right now, knowing that Super Bowl rooms were going for $69 a night. It was my job to fix that problem. And at the end of the day, I actually found a loophole on the contract and we were able to award both the NFL and our transient guests all the rooms that they needed and make double profit of the hotel. And from that point forward, I was hooked and went on to manage properties in Florida, Indiana, New York, and now back home in Delaware. Oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. I have to say, this is, this is crazy. Like to hear this is what an impressive background. I mean, that first of all, I definitely can relate to, and I know a lot of our listeners can relate to the whole sort of like falling into, into the hospitality industry, but then to take that and to really rise the ranks so quickly, but then to be given that sort of challenge and to handle it the way that you did. And by the way, how old were you at this point when you were doing this? Uh, believe it or not, that's that's a funny story is I was 24 years old at the time, which means that I was not even old enough to rent a car. So when I landed in Indiana, I had to call my boss and ask him to rent a car for me. <laughs> and his response was, you're old enough to run a hotel, but you're not old enough to rent a car. But that was when I first got my, my GM position was when I was 24 years old. But my boss had to rent the car for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's that's wild. <laughs> so great. <laughs> I caught the bug, and the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Well, hey, that's something that we can all all uh, relate to. I love that story. I think that might be probably one of the most unique um, hospitality stories that I have heard, and I've talked to a lot of people. So <laughs> it is interesting for sure. That's definitely. All right. So let's talk a bit about the um, your properties. Can you give us a little intro? I mean, again, like you've, you're managing three different properties. Can you give us a little bit of a intro on each of them and then maybe what makes each of them unique? Absolutely. Uh, I'll start out where I started, and that was in Rehoboth Beach at the Belmore Inn and Spa. The Belmore is a luxury boutique property that has 78 guest rooms, 25 that are outside, 53 that are inside. And we just built a brand new house that's on the property as well that we're currently marketing on Airbnb and some third-party booking channels. So we're putting a lot of capital investment into that property. It actually used to be the Dinner Bell Inn back in the 1930s. So in 1934, the matriarch of that property used to come out and actually ring a physical bell when dinner was ready for her guests. And they all would come out of their guest rooms and they would eat dinner together every night. And that's why it's called the Dinner Bell Inn. So there's about 100 years of history on that property. And when EOS Hospitality bought it in 2020, as I mentioned, they infused a lot of capital improvements into it. And it's now a renowned luxury boutique property as the number one hotel in Rehoboth Beach. And I've been the general manager of that location for the past seven years. And then wow. when EOS acquired two properties in Bethany Beach, one of which being the Holiday Inn Express in Bethany, mm -hmm. and then the other being Bethany Beach Ocean Suites Residence Inn by Marriott, which is mm -hmm. absolutely a handful to say, uh, but that is something <laughs> yeah. that they acquired in, in May of last year. And they promoted me to be the area manager over the entire Delaware portfolio. So I went from managing one property of about 70 employees to now three properties with over 300 keys and 180 employees. 
And those properties are very unique as well. And we converted the Holiday Inn Express to, as you just mentioned on the introduction, to Hotel Bethany Beach in October of this past year, put a multi-million dollar renovation into it. Every single guest room is completely brand new. And we've cultivated the guest experience to be one that they'll never forget and have a lifetime of beach memories. Bethany Beach Ocean Suites is very similar to that. One of the main differences is that it is branded by Marriott. And so we do have the loyalty guests that come to visit us. It is right on the boardwalk. So you could step out of your room and go to the boardwalk and you're steps away from the sand of the Atlantic Ocean. And you have wraparound views of that entire ocean experience. EOS specializes in finding those unique properties and the best of the best in their markets. And I truly believe they've accomplished that in Delaware. That's amazing. And by the way, I what I want to bring like a little bit more awareness to Delaware and the Bethany Beach area. I mean, that's something like if you're in and from around the area, you know of it as being a destination. But for those that might not be from around that area, what what makes it so special? <laughs> oh, it's it's absolutely incredible. There's a reason why the president of the United States has a beach house in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. We're known as the nation's summer capital, and it's a really eclectic, unique beach town that has a lot of area shops and a lot of things to do. And people don't really think about vacationing in Delaware. So I'm so glad mm-hmm. that you asked that question, because besides the beaches, there's a lot of things actually to do in Sussex mm-hmm. County, Delaware and in the state at large. And that's the reason why Joe Biden himself picked a beach house, just stepped away, steps away from the Atlantic Ocean and two blocks away from the Belmore Inn and Spa. It's the nation's summer capital for a reason. And that's why a lot of guests over several million actually tend to visit us on an annual basis. That, absolutely. Well, I wanted to draw attention to that because I, you know, I have family that's in the Eastern Pennsylvania region. So Delaware is familiar to us. Also being in, mm-hmm. I grew up right in Washington, D.C. and Maryland. So again, also Delaware is kind of right there in the mix of things. So it's very much something that's on my radar, but I want to bring it on everybody's radar because it is something that should be more than just necessarily drive to markets. Like it is definitely a worthwhile summer vacation destination and has that sort of like classic all-American summer experience. So you guys are very, very lucky to have a bunch of properties right there. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. I wanted to talk about this. I love, I heard a little bit about what you're doing and this is really, um, I thought this was really unique and it's very mindful and sensitive to the time. So we can't talk about travel in the middle of 2022 without acknowledging, yes, dare I say it, gas prices. Okay. I know the not so fun topic, but I love what you've done. You've actually created an interesting package at the Bethany Beach Ocean Suites that highlights your your sensitivity to this. Can you share a bit about that? Absolutely. So that's one of the challenges that we knew that we were going to have coming into the summer of 22. After the best season that we've ever had in summer of 2021, we were prime prepped and ready for the best ever in 22. And then of course, inflation happened and gas prices started to skyrocket and we're known as a drive to resort destination. So it absolutely affects our guests. And so what do we do in the hospitality industry? We always pivot. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that we came up with on the revenue team side is they came up with this brilliant idea to help compensate our guests that are willing to visit us for Rehoboth Beach getaways and Bethany Beach getaways with gas cards and grocery cards. So that if you stay with us at Bethany Beach Ocean Suites, we will give you a twenty five dollar grocery card and a fifty dollar gas card. So essentially, the two reasons why you may not want to travel this summer, we will help pay for. That way you don't have an excuse not to visit the Bethany Beach area and lower Delaware for your summer vacation because we'll pay your groceries and we'll buy your gas. And that's something that has really resonated with our guests and has been very successful for us since we launched it earlier this year. 
I mean, again, like I, it's something that's so simple, but it goes a long way. And even whether a guest takes advantage of that or not, the fact that you all have even created that package uh, just really goes to show how tuned in not only you but the whole team is with what's going on in the in the travel landscape so i definitely kudos to you guys for for doing that because that's not a lot of properties go that far out as far as like what they're thinking and being creative in in different ways so definitely that i i love that you were able to share a bit about that yeah Um, we have an amazing team thank you that's and that's honestly that is 99% of it. So what to talk about the in- industry as, as a whole, and I think you'll have some pretty interesting insights on this. Um, obviously, the industry has been seeing a lot of challenges these, these days. GMs are having a hard time recruiting talent right now. Um, and we're, by the way, you know, when I say this, it's like, it, it's not a knock on anybody or anything. It's just, this is the case across the country. This is the case internationally. Um, so what are you seeing right now in regards to that? Absolutely. I mean, it's an employment crisis, right? Let's call it what it is. This is something that I've never seen before in my 11 years of hospitality. And it's something that we have had to pivot since day one and the yeah. pandemic started. It's. I feel like it's starting to get better. I'm always an optimistic person, Sarah, so I do absolutely see the light at the end of the tunnel, but we are living in an employment crisis right now. I mean, just at last week, I had 10 no-shows uh, to interviews that just didn't show up and they were fully committed. Wow. Yeah, totally committed to it. We would offer their job, offer them jobs and speak to them over the phone. And then they just wouldn't show up for work the next day. And unfortunately, that is the norm, not only across our portfolio that I represent, but across the hospitality industry as a whole. That's wild. That is just like, I mean, yeah. It, so, okay. So understanding that and, that, and that, by the way, that's a great case example that, I mean, you've got this amazing opportunity and you're able to offer this to individuals and it's just we're just having that hard time. So what are some solutions are you either dabbling with or that you've maybe thought of or you've seen others that maybe could be implemented to maybe help attract and retain employees? So for us, I, it's kind of narrowed down for me to, to three things. And the most important of which to any employee is what they look for is pay. You have to have a competitive pay in the market. One of the other things that I've noticed recently is that if the hotel down the street, I had a colleague tell me this recently, that he hired a housekeeper and they started to work with them. And within a week, they were already interviewing at another place because somebody else came to that particular hotel, waited for the housekeepers to leave for the day in the lobby, followed them out to their car and said, whatever you're making now, I'll pay you $2 more if you can start tomorrow. And that's the competitive nature of our industry right now. And so these housekeepers are literally being poached by area competitors. And that's something that you as an employer never had to deal with before, at least on this scale and wow. on this level. But so wow, many hoteliers are, are so <laughs> It is. Crazy. I've never experienced it before, Sarah. And uh, that's probably the most extreme example that I can think of right now of the competition that's here. But if if you go to a hotel and work for a day or two, there's, there's no one saying that you're not going to be approached by someone within the next 24 hours offering to pay you $2 more. And so having that competitive pay from the very beginning, knowing what your market rates are and being able to either meet or exceed that level in this employment market is absolutely something that you're going to need as an employer to continue to be successful. The second thing that I would recommend to our hoteliers listening and also to those listening that are looking for a job is to look for an employer with great benefits and those that will take care of not only you, but your family. 
EOS, the ownership group that I work with right now, has done a phenomenal job in doing that. One of the most recent things that they released was the EOS Family Matters Plan. And that plan was absolutely critical to us retaining our employees that provides over 10 weeks of full pay for a qualifying event. So for instance, right now I have a couple women who are working for us that are pregnant. And because of the EOS Family Matters Plan, they can take that time away from work and still receive full compensation from our company, not the state, not the federal government, but from the company that they work with to help take care of the child that they're about to have for their family. And we offer that for males, female, it doesn't matter. So we even offer it for, for the dads in the situation. So that's something that is not limited based on, on gender and is extremely diverse. And it's something that as soon as our employees are asking about those types of benefits, it clicks right away because that is so important for them. In addition to health and medical and vision and dental, which we also offer. And the third and possibly most important as it relates to every employer in the hospitality market right now, because a lot of times the benefits and the pay you can't control, but as an operator, you can absolutely control the culture that you have with your employees and developing that amazing culture and that camaraderie with your employees and making sure that they're not working for you, but that they're working with you and they understand that on a daily basis and you can show them that appreciation regularly as an employer, you're going to keep employees for a long time if you keep those three things in mind. And there you go. That We have Benjamin Gray's TED Talk right here. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, I, I, I love everything that you said because you're so right. And, and that is such... I mean, and, and you really also broke it down really nicely as well, too, is like, obviously, you know, you, you know, you're working within the confines of, of whatever company you work for. So you, they have to be on, on the same mindset and same vision, but what you can control as far as like the company culture. So that's there on the operations, the day to day, and that too should not be overlooked at all. So I, so I love everything that you, you just said, and I'm sure that that's going to resonate with so many people that are tuning in. Um, you're, you're just like sharing all the amazing insights for everyone that's tuning in. So thank you. Um, so hotel trends. Okay. Um, obviously, you know, we, you've touched a little bit on this, but, um, but the last two years certainly have forced us to think a little bit differently about things. Um, have you noticed any big hotel hospitality trends that have maybe emerged in the last two years? And if so, are you, are you guys focusing on any? We absolutely are. I've noticed a huge trend as it relates to two things primarily, and that is the interest in technology as a part of your hotel stay and the difference between a transactional relationship as it relates to hotel guests and also the experiences that they have when they stay with you. I represent resort properties at the beach. And so the experience element of the guest experience is certainly high on our priority list and even more mm -hmm. so post pandemic or even though we're still in the pandemic, people are still traveling as though we were kind of back to normal in 2019. Now that the vaccination mm -hmm. rates are higher, the consumer confidence level is absolutely higher than it's ever been since 2020. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing a lot of that in the hotel industry. And so what we've been able to do with our three properties is really cultivate an experience for our customer and for our guests that they've never had before when they came to the beach market. So for instance, we took out the Holiday Inn Express brand name from Hotel Bethany Beach because we really wanted to kind of put our own spin on the guest experience. And so we really highlighted several local partnerships that we have within the Bethany Beach community. So for instance, we have a crab shack that's located right on our parking lot and it's called Mickey's Family Crab House and they serve the best crab cakes in the state of Delaware. We also on our parking lot have access to a mini golf course that we never 
utilized before, before we bought the property and before I became involved in the operation. So what we've now done is that we have partnered with those two entities that are within literal walking distance of the hotel. And now every guest that comes to visit us at Hotel Bethany Beach gets two complimentary free rounds of golf and in-room dining from Mickey's Crab House. So they have a curated menu that has our branding on it from the hotel and Mickey's branding on it from the Crab House. And they think that it's a part of the hotel in-room dining experience. And not only that, but once they go to check in, they can drop their bags and they can go play a round of golf at our mini golf course, which is right on our parking lot. They don't know that it's a part of the partnerships that we've created, but it's a unique way that we can try to establish those community ties and enhance the guest experience at the same time. And it's been hugely successful for us. That's so cool. And what I love about these, you're giving like real, real life examples of how you are really double downing on that guest experience because it is so much more than just the hotel room. Yes, the hotel room needs to be, you know, of a certain level and standard, obviously, depending on the type of property that you have. But it really is about the holistic approach to the experience and that you guys were able to tie in all these really cool local gems to really make it like, I mean, it's a destination in and of itself. It absolutely is. And that's one of the things, the sentiments that I've seen that has absolutely changed since the, the, the pandemic is that a lot of our families and a lot of our guests are prioritizing the experience because they now know more than ever that tomorrow is not promised. And mm-hmm. instead of spending a lot of their money on gifts and material items for their kids or for each other, they're spending it on experiential vacations that can produce a lifetime of memories. And as a hotel operator in this space, it gives us a unique opportunity to make them remember that when they stay at Hotel Bethany Beach, when they stay at Bethany Ocean Suites, and when they stay at the Belmore Inn and Spa, that's an experience that they'll never forget. And because we were able to do it successfully, they'll keep coming back. And that's really been the focus for us heading into the summer. Which is such, a, that's totally the way that everybody should be looking going into the summer. So I, I love that you're able to share that. So um, what are, you know, shift gears a little bit. So we're, we're talking about these shifts in travelers' mindsets, goals. You guys are certainly, um, you know, pivoting for them. That combined with obviously what you're focusing on. I love this because this goes with the, with the name of the show. But how are you seeing travel being redefined? I certainly think it goes back to what those experiences really cater to the guest. And what we're trying to do now from a hotel operations perspective is we're now trying to be redefined in our operations to cater to that millennial and Gen Z traveler who are now for the first time getting their driver's license or having children and being able to cultivate the experiences in their families that the baby boomers have already done, right? We still cultivate an experience for all guests that come to our properties, but we're seeing more so that we need to kind of transform the way that the experience happens because we're attracting a new type of traveler that being the millennial and the Gen Z generation. And so what we've done is we've really put an emphasis on technology and the the remote check-in ability or the ability to text message the guest or the guest to be able to text message us throughout the entire experience that they have with us. The ability for them to pull out their phone and check in using a mobile key. The, the history of the Dinner Bell Inn having those hard keys we all know is long gone. And it's almost to the point where the guests expect a mobile key when they come to mm-hmm. check in and that those hard keys and even those RFID readers are kind of a thing of the past again. And that if you don't have a mobile app that has a digital key on it, you're not in the 21st century anymore because the Gen mm-hmm. Z traveler, the millennial traveler, that's really what they're looking for. 
So one of the ways that travel has certainly been redefined is a matter of convenience for the guest. They want to be able to do things and they want it now. They want the ability in their room to not even walk across the room to make a phone call down to room service. They want to be able to tap into the hotel app and be able to order their room service from the comfort of their bed. And it's that type of convenience and that type of technology advancement that we're really striving for as we continue to look ahead. It, I love your use of the word convenience because that is absolutely what it is. That is how you everyone's tying it all into together, which I, I and you're kind of tapping on this a little bit. So um, my, my next question is, and I like this question, especially as being such a, you know, a hospital, having such a hospitality background. Um, I want to ask you, what does five star service mean to you? And let me preface this by saying, you don't have to work at a five-star property to deliver five-star service. So this is why I like to ask this because it's not necessarily about the four walls around you, but it is about that level of service and understanding how much you are all about the guest experience and about service. What are maybe some key things that really um, make that, what is that like difference of what makes something kind of like five-star, so to speak? You're absolutely right, Sarah. And, you know, it's that hospitality from within mentality, right? And it's all about the person. And it's about the person that you hire at the front desk. It's about that housekeeper that's working the floors and making those authentic, great connections with our guests. And you you gave a perfect point when you said that you don't necessarily have to work for a five-star establishment, so to speak, in order to offer five-star service. One of the first general manager opportunities that I received was with a Microtel Inn and Suites, which is by definition an economy hotel. And within the first 16 months of operation, we were ranked the number one Microtel in the entire world. And we won hotel of the year out of all Microtels in the country and beyond. And we actually, for the first time ever, Microtel was awarded the Wyndham Hotel of the Year, which for 30 years had never happened for the entire brand. And we were able to kind of redefine how that award was given because of the staff that we put in place and the emphasis that we had on authentic guest relationships and guest connections. And I'll give you an example. I have a guest of mine that's actually checking into the Belmore this morning for their 210th visit. And they have been with us for the past 20 years. And I woke wow. up this morning thinking of the fact that this guest is coming to the Belmore today and it is their birthday. And I need to call the front desk and to make sure that not only do they have a birthday card in their room, but they that they have their favorite bottle of wine with their two favorite Belmore branded wine glasses that every year that I give them. And now that I'm over three properties and not over just the one, this is becoming more difficult for me, but I still remember that because of that authentic connection. And when you wake up in the morning thinking about your guests and wanting them to have a superb experience, that's the type of culture that you need to not only establish within yourself as a hospitality professional, but that you need to establish inside every single employee from the housekeepers to the front desk, to your management team. It has to be the general culture around the hotel. And that will absolutely resonate with the guest as a result. Yes. Oh my goodness. I, I, by the way, I, I really have to say, um, everything that you are sharing today is so spot on. And I'm so excited that everybody, by the way, that is tuning into this, I know that you're going to be taking away so many nuggets from this conversation. I mean, uh, Benjamin, you're amazing. So um, I do want to be mindful of time. So I want to, I have like two more questions for you that I would love sure. to, to, to kind of get in. So, um, 
Okay. So shifting gears in a different way, I know we've talked to a lot of uh, hospitality professionals that are going to be tuning in, but we also have a lot of travelers that like to listen in because they kind of use this as their their, um, way of taking a little peek inside the industry. So um, maybe... If through the viewpoint of a traveler, um, do you have any advice or tips that you can share with travel consumers? Is it like booking direct, you better book now or something else? I don't know. Yeah, you know, you took the words right out of my mouth, Sarah. It's really, you know, two words for me are most important in the hospitality industry whenever I'm talking to consumers and whenever I'm talking to the guests. It's certainly book direct, right? That's the best way that you're going to get the most customized experience for yourself is that if you call the hotel or book directly through the hotel, that's also the way that you're going to find the best deal available. There's a lot of hotels out there that would much rather price match something that's listed on a third party than for you to book on that third party themselves and pay that commission. I can't tell you how many guests were shocked at the fact that I had to pay a commission to Expedia or the bookings.coms of the world and that they could call our front desk directly and say, hey, I found this online. Would you be willing to match? My answer with proof is always yes, absolutely yes. Plus, I want the opportunity to be able to customize your experience by talking to you directly and asking, do you want flowers in your room? Do you want chocolates? What kind of room service would you like during your stay? I want to be able to make that connection right away. And if you book through a third party and you don't book direct, you don't oftentimes get that customized experience that you would get otherwise. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're, you and I are definitely of the same um, book, so to speak, definitely of the same ilk, because it's, I, I too totally say that to, to everybody. It's like, definitely call, have that conversation with the hotel. And as you said, you're building a customized experience because whatever you're traveling for, you're able to start that conversation with somebody on property and you can't replicate that by going through a third party or, or doing something else. So, um, absolutely. That is definitely, that's some great, great advice. Advice I give as well too. So I love it. I love it. I mean, if I had more time, I'd give you five or six more, but If I only had a chance to give one, it's book direct because that'll always be in your best interest. Lovely. No, I agree. Totally agree. Okay. So um, in wrapping up here, you've shared so many wonderful insights, um, but what's next for your properties? Is there something that we should be out on, on the lookout for? Absolutely. You know, in the hospitality industry, things are constantly changing and evolving. The Belmore has, as I mentioned at the beginning of the call, you know, the Bell House, which is a brand new property that we have within our hotel that has three bedrooms, two bathrooms, can accommodate up to 10 people. For the first time in Belmore history, we can accommodate more than a family of four in one in one key. And that's been huge for us. And it's sold out basically for the entire summer, has open availability in the fall, but it has beautiful designs, a chef's kitchen, a nice little backyard to it. And you can still have access to all the Belmore amenities. Things for Hotel Bethany Beach, as I mentioned before, you get the mini golf packages, you get in-room dining. One thing I'd be remiss in not saying is that you also have an orange smash cocktail, which is a Delaware staple waiting for you in your room when you arrive, which is more or less like an orange crush. So that's it's a great, awesome drink and a nice, refreshing drink, especially at the beach. So with that multi-million dollar renovation, you have a brand new guest experience with a, with afternoon refreshments and cookies and tea and lemonade, all about the experience at that property. And then I'll end with Bethany Beach Ocean Suites, which is probably the most exciting that we have moving forward because we have a full property renovation scheduled as well as a full restaurant overhaul beginning in 2023. And all of that will happen hopefully by this time next year so that we can welcome our guests at a brand new accommodation heading into the summer of 23. Oh. 
Amazing. Well, we'll definitely be sure to have our eyes peeled for that. Um, and for those of you that, that did not necessarily have the Delaware Beach area on your list or on your radar, you should definitely put it um, you should definitely put it at the top of your list and you've got three amazing properties to choose from to, depending on the type of experience you're looking for. So this is great. Uh, Benjamin, this has been such a, an amazing conversation. Uh, I know that you're definitely going to create a lot of fans for those that might want to find out more information, where can they connect with you? And then maybe where can they find out more about the properties? Sure. So I'm on LinkedIn uh, under Benjamin Gray, and then they can access our properties at thebelmore.com, bethanybeachoceansuites.com or hotelbethanybeachde.com for direct links and information about those properties. There you go. Well, perfect. Well, thank you so much. That's it for today's episode and stay tuned for more. Thank you, Sarah. Well, there you have it. Thank you for tuning in to Travel Redefined. Hopefully you've taken away something from this week's guests and that you too are excited to see how travel is evolving. Don't forget to leave a review if you enjoyed today's episode and subscribe so that you won't miss out on the amazing conversations to come. And until next time, keep on traveling.